Thank you for tuning to another episode of Infinite Reps. If you hear some background noise in the back, it is what it is. I'm doing laundry. I'm in the crib. I got my little piece of paper here. I'm going to be going through my notes. Again, thank you for tuning in. I make this show primarily for foundational black American men, ages 15 to 30. If that's who you are and you don't know who you are, look it up. Okay? This show is inspired by the great Dr. Claude Anderson, who defines power as the ability to get shit done despite the opposition and the resistance that we face from others. Okay? I believe that there's no greater opposition we face than the resistance that we face in our own minds. And I hope this content, it causes a paradigm shift in in young, foundational black American minds. My audience is not that big, but I hope when I'm gone, play this. Put it that way. That's what Nip said. When I'm gone, play this. Okay? It's up to us to fix our own problems. Today's episode is about the lessons that I got from my father. Life lessons. Okay? My dad was not the perfect man, but he gave me some good game. Okay? And he continues to give me some good game. Right? Understand this. Through pure repetition, we can unlock the infinite power of our minds. Point blank period. Let's get into it. Show them all the fame versus fortune. The same comparisons I'm getting is LeBron versus Jordan. Play every role. Guess I'm like the real life Norbert, but they don't hear me though. So lessons from my father. Let's get into it. Look, my father came from a little small town called Mispa, New Jersey. Okay. He's from the country. Old school. Okay. Number one. Let's get right into it. Number one. He used to tell me all the time, you can come back from anything. Um, I vaguely remember the context of, the, of, of when he laid this principle down to me. Maybe it was the first time. Maybe it was the fifth time. But the context that he was talking about, he was talking about the context of suicide. I don't know exactly why we were talking about suicide, whether it was like a family member that was having issues or just in general. You know what I mean? Like in general, it's actually a big issue, right? Cyberbullying, all that crap, right? He used to say, you can come back from anything, okay? Even if you're on your back and your back is against that, that ground, you can fight your way up. You can punch from the ground and fight your way up, but you can't do that if you're dead. Okay, you just can't do that if you're dead. He said, you can come back from anything. It don't matter. You can be uh, you can be the most low down person in the world, have everything against you, and you can come back. Never give up your life. Because sometimes, sometimes it actually does take hitting that cold concrete. Sometimes a motherfucker won't change until they hit that cold concrete. So sometimes you have to have your back against the wall. You have to have your back against, you have to go all the way down to the, as low as you can get. But you still can rise. That's lesson number one. Okay. Number two. Number two. And these are no specific order because all these life lessons have given me a, a perspective in life. And I take it with me. And again, I'm not I'm not the most successful person in the world. But guess what? I know this shit works. Okay. So I hope that somebody can take a nugget. Right. And, and I wanted to drop this episode on Father's Day. But, you know, haven't been on my podcast and shit. So now that I'm on it, I really want to get this out and uh, I'm be very, very happy when my dad listens to it and I'm be very happy when my son is old enough to listen to this. Okay, so that's lesson number one. You can come back from anything. You never take your own life and you and you fight for what's yours. You fight for your life. Right. Number two. 
Get your ass together and your mind will follow. That's a play on the words of the legendary George Clinton. George Clinton, if you look up uh, uh, Maggot Brain Live, New York, um, George Clinton starts off. Maggot Brain is a very, very good song. It's, it's just a, it's just a guitar song, right? No words on it, but George Clinton intros that song. And one of the things he says, he says, "Free your mind and your ass will follow." My dad flipped that. He said, "Get your ass together, and your mind will follow." Okay. Let's get into the definition of what maggot brain is real quick. This is actually important to understand. Maggot brain is a state of mind. If you go on YouTube and you search it, if you search this uh, this live, go back a few seconds and search that live that I just talked about. He'll define it. George Clinton will define it. Maggot brain is a state of mind. And then the condition and position of your ass. He said the kingdom of heaven is within. What my dad was doing was showing me how to find the, the kingdom of heaven. He was teaching me how to find the kingdom of heaven. Okay. So he flipped it to teach me the importance and the role of fitness in your mental health. The original phrase was free your mind and your ass will follow. My dad said, get your ass together and your mind will follow, which is 100% the truth. If you're healthy, if you're working out, your mind is going to be right. When you have a when you have when you're fit, your mind works better. Everything works better. Your mind will work more optimally. And when your mind is working optimally, you will be in the kingdom of heaven instead of having maggot brain. Point blank, period. Both are a state of mind, the kingdom of heaven or maggot brain. But guess what? If you're lethargic, if you're not working out, if you're unhealthy, you're more prone to maggot brain. But if you're working out, if you're healthy, if you're doing what you got to do, you're drinking your water, you're more prone to be in the kingdom of heaven, which is within, which is within your own mind. Your mind works better when you work out. One of the biggest principles my dad laid down on me. I think that's that, that's that's the number one thing that I, I, don't, I ain't missing no workouts. Put it that way. I ain't been missing no workouts in years. OK, lesson number three. The power of no. Hey, play this when I'm gone. Play this when I'm gone, yo. The power of no. Okay. My dad taught me very, very early on how to overcome peer pressure. Okay. Uh, whether it's smoking, drinking, robbing, stealing. Let a motherfucker know that nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Okay. Um, quick story. I, I, I went to. I went to private school i went i went away for high school and every summer i would come back home like i lived in the hood right that's where my family was that's where i was raised and when i went away to private school it was like culture shock totally different environment right but i would come back to this environment and my dad used to tell me look i see i see so and so i know so and so is doing this he you know he you know he sees all my friends doing whatever they're doing getting into bad shit right he used to tell me like yo do not fuck with niggas you know what i mean it's 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 sad, but it's real. You know what I mean? He used to tell me, look, when motherfuckers doing their thing, you know what I mean? Give them a pound to keep it moving. Okay? And he taught me the power of no. And, you know, everything. Smoking, drinking. Like, I remember sitting in uh sitting in the car with my homie. He's like, yo, we about to go rob this drug dealer. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I ain't saying no names, but um <laughs> shit. Do I succumb to the peer pressure? Do I want to be cool? Do I want to roll? Luckily, my daddy told me how to say no. And he said, sometimes it may not even be a big deal. It might not even be a life changing thing. It could be something very, very neutral. He said, 
motherfucker, sometimes you just say no just to say no, just to practice the art of saying no, right? Sometimes you say fuck no, right? So the power of no, that was lesson number three. Lesson number four, uh, I remember uh, one day, uh, I was very, very proud. I came home, I got I got my report card. It was, it was, uh, it was a very, very good report card. It was a great report card, okay? It wasn't perfect, but it was great. It was about maybe probably seven classes total, six A's, maybe one B. Not even maybe one B, I remember exactly, one B. Six A's and one B. My dad lit my ass up for getting one B. I showed him the report card. It was all A's, and he looked at the he looked at the one B like, "What the hell is this?" He didn't even acknowledge any A's. He said, "What the hell is this?" He said, "Did you go to class?" I said, "Yeah." "Did you do the homework?" "Yeah." "Well, everything in class and everything on the homework had to be on a quiz on a test. So how'd you get anything less than a hundred? I'm like, I don't know. Shit. Well, well, I got a." I got a 93 on the test. Well, how'd you get less than a hundred? How'd you get a B? Are you are you dumb? Like what the hell is going on? And, and I'm looking like, damn. That completely shifted my perspective. Because if you look at it, other kids would get rewarded for A's. Like I, I've heard of kids getting 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 monetary benefits for, for, for every A that they get. Or even other kids will get a common thing is to 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 pay to pay your kid for every touchdown they get, right? Give them a give them a reward for every touchdown they get. And his his teaching was basically that you're supposed to score, you're supposed to get good grades. That's basic participation, um, and there's nothing special about that. And uh, that's very very good to learn. I think, and I think a lot of these principles that I'm kind of laying down. Um, I got two more after this, but a lot of these principles I'm laying down are it goes it goes uh, against. A lot of stuff we're being taught in society, like we, we like our generation. I'm I'm 27 years old, and we were taught to um, we were taught with these participation trophies. Like one one of the, one of the things that people will get in the in school when we did these awards, right? There will be honor roll, there will be merit roll. One of the awards that you would get was perfect attendance. You could get terrible grades, but a motherfucker will get up there and clap for you because you got perfect attendance. Well, damn, you got perfect attendance and didn't do shit. So, um, so yeah, standard. That standard was kind of implemented in my mind uh, for a while. So even even like grades were always like, yo, A, a is the standard. Now, now did I always get A's? No, I was like an A B student. But it was like, damn, if I got a C, I was just like, what the hell is going on? You know what I mean? So um, that was a very very good principle. Number five, the arms distance rule. Look, my dad used to always tell me, look, if a motherfucker presents themselves as a threat and they get within, he used to stick out your arm. That's the rule. If a motherfucker get within arm's distance, you're supposed to let your hands go. If they have presented themselves as a threat, if they on that rowdy, hot, rah-rah shit and a motherfucker get within arm's distance, you're supposed to let your hands go. And I'm known for a good two-piece. You know what I mean? I'm known for a good two-piece. If a motherfucker get within arm's distance, I'm letting them go. I'm letting them go point blank period. And that's been that way. Cause he used to say he got this from his aunt, I believe. He he used to say, uh, he used to say, uh, I guess his aunt used to say, I'd rather talk to the judge than talk to the Lord. You know what I mean? So a motherfucker can talk all they want. And I and I personally I love talking shit. But 
as soon as they get within arm's distance, it's, it's automatic. It's automatic. Ain't no talking. Ain't no talking. That's number five. Number six, he used to always tell me, practice how you play. Practice how you play. Practice how you play. He used to, uh, this is in reference to the basketball court, okay? I'm not the best basketball player. Like, coming up, my dad, like, he was about to blow a gasket, like, how how bad I was. Like, just, 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 just couldn't pick it up. Just couldn't pick up the basics, right? Like, he's like, what the hell is going on? Like, who, who is, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, but he used to always say, like, it's never a joke when you step on the court, right? I could be playing by myself or, you know, specifically if I'm playing against like scrubs, you know what I mean? The tendency that people have is to play down to their competition. And he used to tell me, look, even if you out there by yourself, always dribble low, always, you know what I mean? Always try to try to try to try to try your best in practice and practice how you were actually playing the game that actually meant something. And when you're playing against scrubs, he used to tell me back in the day when he would play against certain people, he wouldn't count no buckets unless it hit nothing but the bottom of the net. You know what I mean? If you're playing against a scrub, you know what I mean? Like, don't even, I don't even want the point unless it's hitting the bottom of the net. And what that, what that means is to be intentional about everything that you do. Be intentional, even with practice. Like, this is never a joke. Be intentional about everything you do because it matters. And how you do anything is how you do everything. So that's six lessons from my father that I carry with me to this day. And just like that, we back like we never left. I hope that this content helps to unlock the minds of FBA society, specifically young FBA men. Because why? It's up to us to fix our own problems. Nobody's coming to save you. Like the show, share it, subscribe. Look, as long as we here, understand an episode could drop at any time. But we're going to get more consistent. We're going to get... Uh, we're going we gonna to clean up the podcast and all that good stuff. But look, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all have a good one. Deuces. Show them all the fame versus fortune. The same comparisons I'm getting is LeBron versus Jordan. Play every role. Guess I'm like the real life Norbert, but they don't hear me though.